Hey, plumbing bros, Richard Bainey, the Million Dollar Plumber here, and welcome to episode number 15 of Potty Talk Live, where I talk to plumbing professionals just like you all over this big, beautiful world of ours. In this episode, I speak with Kevin Nickerson, partner of Many Miracles Plumbing, Heating, and Air in White Plains, New York. Now, Kevin shares why and how his plumbing business is not just about plumbing. Lots of nuggets of gold here. Check it out. Hey, Plumbing Bros, welcome to Potty Talk Live, where we take it into the crawl spaces, the trenches, the kitchens and baths all around the world to talk to plumbing pros just like you. Hello, I'm Richard Bainey, the Million Dollar Plumber. And uh, we're coming at you here live from Command Central. I'm looking out my window. It's a beautiful day here in Command Central in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you survived your weekend. Did you survive your weekend? Here in the U.S., we, uh, we celebrated um, St. Patrick's Day, you know, for all the Irish. On St. Patrick's Day here in the U.S., we're all Irish. And uh, they were out, in, at least in, in our neck of the woods, in a form on um, Saturday night, I guess, was the big night here here for us. How about you? Did you have a good time? You had a good time? You know, throw me a one down in the comments, all right? But uh, I think uh, uh, I'm getting a little older. My wife and I, the lovely Laura, we stayed in. We did a, a Netflix night, you know? We just, uh, we binged on Netflix and uh, didn't watch any. In fact, we didn't eat, eat anything Irish or, or even drink anything Irish. I think we just, uh, I think we made Italian. <laughs> so but it was a fun evening. So I hope uh, you survived your evening. And, um, you know, I hope you remember that uh, toilets are for installing and not uh, worshiping, if you get my drift there. All right. Okay. But other than that, hey, we got a great show here. Got a cool cat lined up for you from um, New York. Um, great story. Just had a talking to him in the green room before we, uh, we launched here. Um, this guy is on the right track. Hey, I hope you guys will listen up. Um, he's business-wise, he's doing, uh, man, he's going to have some nuggets of gold for us and uh, just has a great story, too, on how he uses his business um, to support other things other than just plumbing. So um, can't wait to bring him up, and um, we'll talk to him shortly. Um, hey, just wanted to share with you this weekend. Uh, had a, had a kind of a cool thing happen. It just reminded me to, to kind of bring this up with you guys here that um, I had talked to a guy on um, – uh, at church on Sunday, you know, approached me. As you probably get approached, I, I get approached all the time um, from uh, guys that want to get into the business, whether it's their, their own plumbing company or even, you know, in this case, this guy has an electrical company. And, um, you know, so he has his electrical license, and he's doing all the right, you know, right things, electrical license, so he's licensed and bonded. Um, you know, he had his truck, his truck looks great, and it's all vinyl, pretty, has a great name. And, um, you know, he's looking to take over, you know, the, you know, in this, his case, the electrical service world, you know, that's his dream. And, and that just got me thinking, you know, he was, um, hitting me up with, you know, what, what to do now. It just wasn't coming together like he expected. And, and, uh, you know, I was recalling that, you know, back in the day when I started out, you know, very similar thing, you know, I had, I had my plumbing license and, um, you know, I had, I had my truck, had all vinyl, looked good, cool name and the dream of taking over the plumbing world, you know, at least in my area. And I get out there, and I soon discovered that it was just, um, you know, it, was, it wasn't just about plumbing. You know, I had, there was something that was missing. Well, I finally discovered those things. I discovered the secrets, 
all right? And there, there are secrets. And um, it took me from being a, you know, I guess, a, you know, working from the kitchen table, you know, kitchen table plumber to, uh, you know, being the, the million-dollar plumber, all right? And, and uh, if I can do it, I know you can too, but you've got to know these secrets. And I put them in a special report that I entitled The Seven Must Knows to Be a Million Dollar Plumber, and I want to get that in your hands, okay? The Seven Must Knows to Be a Million Dollar Plumber. In it, you'll find those things that can take you from your kitchen table and, and make you into a, a million dollar plumber, but you've got to know, you've got to know these must knows, all right? So you can simply go to uh, my fan page at uh, The Million Dollar Plumber, and you can um, click the, the learn more button, you can go that route, or as the banner here says, you can type free in the comments, that's free as an F-R-E-E, -E, and I'll get that right out to you, okay? You want that in your hands, you'll be glad you did. It's free to you, no strings attached, there's no catch, it's my free special gift to you, all right? Hey, it's time to get uh, get our special guest on, I can't wait to get this guy on and have you guys hear from him, um, a cool cat by the name of Kevin Nickerson get his last name there, Nickerson of Mini Miracles Plumbing, Heating and Air, a cool name. And hey, we have a picture of his truck. Hey, there we go. Look at that. Nice, nice looking brand there. And a cool name. We're going to ask him about his name. And that's part of the story here. Real, real cool uh, story there. So, hey, give us some uh, thumbs up. Give Kevin some thumbs up or some ones as he comes into the broadcast. Kevin, how you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm a Good. little disappointed that you didn't celebrate the... Uh the good old Irish holiday. I know. I, we, we, I got Irish blood in me, and, um, you know, that's where my ancestors come from. But I, I guess I'm getting old. It was fun. We just did a Netflix thing, you know, ate Italian. <laughs> I don't know. So hey, I mean, you've, you? you've always got to go to the pub for a pint of Guinness. Yeah, a pint yeah. of Guinness. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll make it this week. All right. How about you? You doing all right? Did you get out this weekend? Doing all right, yeah. Had a uh, friend's baby reveal that we went to, a uh, gender reveal party. Oh, you know, cool. uh, which is a cool time. And then yeah. uh, two kids, you know, three-year-old yep. kind of swim, so they love it. All right, man. Hey, cool stuff. Hey, what? Um, glad to have you on here. Um, again, we have uh, Kevin Nickerson of uh, Many Miracles Plumbing, Heating, and Air. A cool name, man. How'd you come up with that name? That? Well, um, it's a very long story, but we're going to try to keep it short. Okay. My, uh, my wife is a breast cancer survivor, and when she was diagnosed three months uh, after her diagnosis, her eldest sister passed away from the same disease. And during that time, a friend of theirs had reached out to my wife, this woman, Anna, and she had said to Jamie, uh, Jamie, I know you're not really thinking about it right now, um, but you need to preserve your fertility. Uh, chemotherapy in young women has a high rate of causing infertility as a side effect. So my wife... Uh, had seven eggs that were retrieved and frozen. She went through uh, 16 rounds of chemotherapy. We started uh, dating towards the end of that and then moved in together, got engaged, got married, um, and tried having kids for almost two years after our marriage when we were told that, uh, and a little bit before too, um, sorry guy, but <laughs> we uh, were told that she uh, was infertile due to the chemotherapy. So we, we took those seven eggs and thawed them. Four were uh, mature, three became embryos, and two made it to implementation day. And uh, today we have our twin daughters. We have Grace Ann, because we were graced by Anna's phone call, mm -hmm. and Teresa after my sister-in-law, Tracy, 
um, except we call our daughter Tessa. So, oh man, that, that's um, you know, uh, that's little a, mini miracles. Yeah, little mini miracles. So that's the name of your company there. And in in our we were talking beforehand. Don't you kind of still support things or involved in in breast cancer support or we, how, we, how do you use your company for that? Well, we uh, to make it obvious for everyone, we put the pink ribbon on the van. The van has a pink tint to it. We wear pink uniforms, pink gloves, pink shoe covers for our boots. Um, and we give back 5% of all annual profit to breast cancer organizations so we can try to help. And, you know, that's that's at a minimum. That's uh, something as um, our, in our company mission statement, my partners and I, that we agreed upon that, that we should be able to do. And then, uh, you know, of course, we do more when we can do more, mm. you know. Right. Um, well. I'm starting to put the link actually in the follow-up invoices to our customers where they can just feel free if they want to go ahead they can go ahead and donate to that cause um separate from you know their contribution through whatever profit we may make on the job so oh, that that's great and it's how you can fit the both you know business and and um you know supporting the things that you're interested in and and want to support you know there's so much more to business and in our businesses that we were talking about uh, than just the plumbing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, well, uh, I mean, we're in the business of helping people as a standard anyway. Right. Um, if you don't like helping people, you do you do new construction plumbing. <laughs> you know, but, but we right. enjoy helping people. I enjoy helping people. It's, it's easily the best part of my day is when I can go to a customer's house and resolve their problem and get yeah. there with a smile on their face and a smile on mine. That's so, what it's about. Yep. You know, to you know, helping people is uh, just pretty much a standard in in my life. I mean, another reason why uh, you know we're many miracles is uh, a lot of people pray for help, and a lot of people you know look to faith for for help and for miracles. And I'm a firm believer that miracles happen here on earth. They happen between people. If you ask for help, you'll find there's more people who are willing than more people who are not. And you know. Yeah. Um, it's because of Anna reaching out to my wife, you know, Anna's decision to share her story because Anna is a breast cancer survivor who was diagnosed um, a week after her honeymoon and went through chemo. And nobody told her to preserve her fertility and her and her husband have been married now, I think, for over 15 years and uh, could never have kids. Um, it was Anna's strength to share her story and to get involved and to be proactive that connected her with Jamie and Jamie's sister. And she reached out to her and that that was the miracle. The miracle was between two people. It wasn't between you know, the Lord, and he, he may have had something to do with it if people believe right. that um, or whatever your faith may, may bring you to. But but I believe that, you know, on earth we can do more. We can create miracles, you know, amongst ourselves. All we have to do is talk and ask. Yes, you, you know? are the hands and feet. Exactly. All right, man. Hey, well, how did you get into plumbing in the first place? Well, um, my father is a steam fitter. Um, I'm fourth generation in my union. And, uh, it's in the blood. It's in the blood. And we're a combination local. We do steam fitting and plumbing. And uh, when I got into the local, um, at the time, the business manager said, you know what, why don't, why don't we put you on the plumbing side? I had two brothers who were in at the time. I got a third who's in now. Um, cousins who are in, uncles who are in. My father was in all fitters. So he was like, let's see if we can put you in the plumbing side. So he did. And I actually, I took to it. I love plumbing. It's, uh, it's more enjoyable to me than uh, the steam fitting side was. Again, because the service. You know, so what's your favorite? And, and so you, you chose plumbing, you know, and it sounds like the service. What's your favorite uh, plumbing job? I mean, what do you like to do? What's your what's your service? Honestly, the, yeah, I like to go to customers. They don't know what their problem is. 
where they've called someone else and someone else couldn't figure it out. Um, spots where I can really shine with knowledge and experience as opposed to just be another guy who can put, put things together. Um, so, you know, when I go to a customer's house and they can't figure it out and they're like, we've had two plumbers here and they couldn't figure it out or they couldn't do the job. I love those jobs. I love the one because the miracle, I want to be that miracle for you. You've had two people tell yep. you to wait or they couldn't do it. Um, for instance, I had a customer this uh, past January when we had that bomb cyclone and that deep freeze in the Northeast. Yeah. Um, she had another plumbing company out there for two days trying to thaw her heat lines and they walked away and they collected payment. And because it's a diagnostic, unfortunately, it's, there's a few things in our trade where uh, it, it's educated guesswork. Mm-hmm. And uh, time is time, and time is valuable. So they charged; they couldn't resolve the issue, but she wanted to get her heat working, so she took a chance on me, and I got it working for her. And uh, I got it working for her in just a couple hours, and she had someone else there for twelve hours. Um, because of, it was more of an educated guesswork, it was more of okay. I understand you have a freeze here, but let's see where is most susceptible, as opposed to just trying to thaw the line and work in increments. So I found this one little spot of piping, which once we opened up the wall actually went outside and came back into her house and that's where it froze. So I, it took me 10 minutes once we found that to get her heat back up and running. Yep. So that's I love what those I, jobs. That's why I love service too. You know, not only is I believe in, at least in, in my experience and I, I'm, I'm just a big um, um, proponent of, of service plumbing because that's where you really can do more than just make a living. But I like this, what, what you said, the idea of, um, you know, making someone's day, you know, and um, being able to go in there and serve serve them, and uh, you know most customers are pretty cool. You know, again, um, you know I always say no one wakes up in the morning and wants to call a plumber, so it's not like we're sure. delivering flowers or pizzas. But it, it sure is fun to see them on the backside of the job. Um, Just taped another like, great episode of Potty Talk Live with a and, and you got it taken care of. You know, I always enjoy those kinds of things as well. Absolutely, it's 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 also reaffirming as to uh, my capabilities as a plumber. Right. You know, and uh, I mean, I'm I'm 32. I've been doing this now for uh, 10 years. Um, be going for my master's uh, license this uh, spring, and uh, it, it's always reaffirming to know that okay, you know what? They had another company and another gentleman here who's been doing this. You know, chances are longer than myself, as it was in that case, and mm-hmm. uh, I was able to hit the home run. You know, <laughs> exactly. And I just as a reminder to the rest of the pros out there, um, you know, not that you guys do this. But um, um, I always made a practice not to throw um, the other plumber under the bus. So oh, absolutely. If, if I came in behind them and 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 um, they they did you know and I was able to figure something out or actually do something better or get the job done, you know we all have the days when things you know things don't work out for us or we're just we're just not in the right groove or it's not our expertise you know our our, our lane that we're comfortable with. Um, anytime we throw you know, one of our, you know, brothers under the bus, it really throws us all under the bus. So, um, absolutely. I mean, like I said, uh, you know, when people charge, their time is valuable. There's a reason for it. Um, every, you know, there's a science behind everything we do. And some of that science is pretty hard hitting science. And some of it, like when you have frozen pipes, it's educated guesswork. That's all it is. It's where is the most susceptible to freeze? Where is that pipe disappearing? Where is it coming back up at? Where can we get to it to put the clamps on or get the heat gun in there? Exactly. Um, what can we do to bring in that warm air? And, you know, when you have a, a basement where the zones run all along the outside wall and it's a finished basement, you know, it's a lot of guesswork sometimes, yep. um, for instance. So, no, you can't. 
And I mean, truthfully, um, nobody knows everything. Right. In, our, in our trade, I mean, yeah, you know, a lot of homeowners just assume that, you know, it's uh, flappers replacing, right. you know, and like it, everything's right. simple, but there, there, like, there's a lot of science and codes changing, technology changing. Kohler can't make up their mind how they want to do their flush valves. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, so there's so many different things that can, that can vary that uh, I, that guy may have been bad with the freeze up, but if it was an actual boiler problem, he might've done circles around me, right. you know? And, or you never know who you might want to work with or hire or sub out. I mean, uh, right. if you're too busy, I, if a customer calls me and I can't do the job, I want to be able to give them someone who can. Two yeah. reasons. One, I did the right thing for them, even though I couldn't physically do the job, you still did the right job. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't tell the customer, sorry, I can't help you. Um, good luck. Because they're not going to think of you next time anyway. They're going to call the guy that does the job and does it right for them. Um, but if you're able to refer someone, then there's chances that customer can come back to you. You know, exactly. they called you last time, gave them a good guy. They want to try you again because now you're available. You know, yeah. or vice versa. They called that guy and I gave it back to too busy. You know, um, exactly. Everybody, your community, your community. When your plumber is your community, there's only, uh, you know, 10, 20, or 100 of you in an area. You, your neighbors, you, you know, you love thy neighbors. So you get along, you make sure as long as somebody's not purposefully being, you know, malicious intent to the customer, right. then I always assume that it, it was something off or just a bad day or they needed to step back and they didn't get that chance to step back. And sometimes when you get flustered, you know, you start over your feet. It takes a minute to get your balance back. That's right. Know? Yep, that's right. I've been, you know, I've had days like that where, you know, it's like, do I even know what I'm doing? And, you know, um, you know, you, you mentioned that, you know, we're a community and, and that's so true. You know, I've been asked, you know, you know, I use the term, you know, my, you know, plumbing bros, you know, and I use that to talking to guys all over the world. You know, we, we, Don't forget the we sisters. Are. yeah, we got, we got some sisters out there <laughs> and uh, there, there are a few sisters and, um, but we like, we are a community and uh, we are a brotherhood, so to speak. And, um, you know, we should support one another and we can hold each other to a higher, you know, absolutely higher level you know so we, we can do that with ourselves so hey what has you um what has you fired up about the future of, of our industry um i don't know uh, me personally um i truly believe that the pendulum for a long time has been swinging towards the handyman plumber um and right now with you the advent of youtube um a lot of people think that they can do it themselves and a lot of things they can do themselves and i'm I'm all for that. If the homeowner can't fix their flapper, it's not a moneymaker for me. It seems like I'm expensive in, in a part comparison and to time. Um, but because of the overhead, the insurance, the bonding, the licensing, um, the ongoing education that we do, um, not to mention the office space, the staff, the marketing, you know, there's a lot of overhead. Um, right. I don't want to change a flapper. Even though it's an easy job, it's, it's actually not a moneymaker. It would be if I was a handyman, um, but I'd rather teach my homeowner how to do that. So, what I I think is coming back, at least what I'm trying to bring back, is um, 1950s customer service. I want my customers to know how I like my coffee. I want to know their kids. When I go to their house, you know, ask about the football game and ask about the soccer game. I think people are starting to appreciate those connections again. Um, technology, you know, this thing has depersonalized and uh, everybody. So now when people feel that personal connection, when I walk into a home and, and we actually talk and we start to connect, um, you, you form a bond with your customers that's, that's been gone for a while now. You know, I don't, I don't believe that I'm 
in our industry, uh, things have been done right for the past 10, 15 years. Everybody's been so focused on the here and now and making as much money as possible or, right. or you know, just taking as many calls as you can because the economy was so bad you wanted to get in and out and take that next call. Um, the focus was today. It wasn't about tomorrow. I think now the, the focus is back on tomorrow. You know, like you said, the focus is the future. The future is what has me fired up. You know, yeah. customer service. Oh, I think the opportunity is huge. You know, you mentioned, you know, we hear about that and, you know, you mentioned about being in these other um, sites and, you know, you hear what guys are talking about, the concern about, you know, the handyman thing happening out there. Um, but the future has never been brighter for our industry um, because, you know, a lot of these customers really even can't do the flat for themselves. I mean, we're, we're now a society where we're used to, you know, clicking that. I don't have mine right here in front of me with the phone. You know, you got the apps and you get the answers right now and it's free and it's all right there. Um, plumbing really, you know, there is more to it than that. And it's also something that um, robots aren't going to take over or AI. You, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, absolutely. I mean, in you terms know? of the industry, in terms of uh, um, the actual tradesmen, in terms of the actual licensed plumbers out there, apprentices, um, the future is beautiful for us uh, because, again, I mean, one in my area, every municipality, I mean, has their hands involved with with permits and regulations. And um, one of the reasons why I love the branding on the side of my van is my customers can know we're doing the right thing because if an inspector drives by my van, he's not going to say, is that guy a plumber? Is he doing something? He knows I'm a plumber. He knows I'm in there working. So we do the right job. We file the permits. Right. Um, every time. It doesn't matter what it is we file because it, it's easier to do it right than, than to get away with doing it wrong. And good, and, good point, Kevin. You know, and it's reminding the, the other guys, you know, that are watching, listening, that, um, you know, doing it by the book like that. Because it's only getting more regulated. Um, absolutely. I, I see it going more and more that way. So Listen, the more that... And there's one municipality, I won't name it on here, where I have a close relationship with the plumbing inspector. Um, I actually worked with him in the field for a while. And uh, he helped me put, get enough money to buy my engagement ring from my wife. Um, but that's the bond I want with all my inspectors, just for right. them to know, okay, you know what, Mini Miracles is calling. We know they did the right job, so file the permit. The inspection's going to go by pretty quick or pretty smooth. They'll come out and see what they got to see. Sometimes when it's emergency repair and you've got to get that wall fixed or the concrete poured, they'll take a picture because they they know your word and they know your, your ethics and standards. And uh, quite frankly, I mean, I, I hear that all the time, like you said, about people saying, you know, it's too much of a hassle or the permit fee sometimes is a third of the job. And it's like, so what you, that's right. the customer's burden, not yours. Do the right job. Let the customer know. Just like when a car has got to get inspected every year, you know, in New York state, guess what? The plumbing permits got to get pulled. We got to do the job the right way. Exactly. You know? right. You're, you're exactly right. And so, yep. And it's just good to have those relationships doing the right thing. And it will come, you know, you can price things out, you know, like you said. Um, I like how you said, let, let the customer worry about it. The customer needs to take care of that permit, you know. You yeah. pass that cost on. And it's just, you know, it's just part of living, part of home ownership, you know. Oh, and, absolutely. Absolutely. You know? I, I, nobody's paying my licensing fees yearly. I got to pay right. for my license. Right. Plain and simple. Whether I make money or don't make money, if I want to be in business, I got to pay for my license. I got to pay for my insurance. Just, That's right. It's the way it is. You, you do pass those costs on. 
And for me, I mean, I tax those costs on directly. I don't mark up. I don't say, okay, the permit's $50 and time to do the paperwork is going to cost me another 15 minutes and set right. it over. No, the permit's 50. It's 50. The, the cost of filing that permit is including the price of the job. Yep. You know, and everything's, everything's flat rate. I, I mean, yeah, as long go. as it fits within a standard, it's that flat rate. If it does not fit within that standard, if it's not an exceptionally easier job than what it's typically is or if it's right. exceptionally difficult then we change the flat rate accordingly and we adjusted the job based on time and material yep. but otherwise every, everything's a flat rate cost i don't and i we live i cover westchester county new york so we have people who families who, who combined income is sixty thousand dollars a year and less and we have families where there's a single earner making millions i've actually worked at a gentleman's house who's worth eight billion dollars yeah. So, and I should say state. He had multiple houses. But my point is, is uh, my price for him was the same for the for the other family. Right. You know, you don't know, you can't do that. If you if you mark up anybody, you don't know who lives in the wealthy community, and they have a cousin in the poor community. Right. And the guy in the wealthy community referred you to the cousin in the poor community because you did a good job. And he said, "Don't worry, he was fair." And then you get there in the poor community and you charge him cheaper, or vice versa. Right. You know, it, be honest. Exactly. Integrity is everything. Flat, flat rate isn't about charging um, too much. It's charging what what covers your expenses and makes you a business and keeps you in business so Absolutely. you can take, take care of your customers. And, you know, I look at it this way, the same kind of a thing for years. Um, you know, I'm a big proponent, again, of uh, flat rate, flat rate pricing. It's, it's, how, it's how you can become a million-dollar plumber. It's also extremely fair to the customer. And, and also, you know, I look at it, you know, we had a very wealthy customer, um, you know, you walk in and they got, you know, it's a 10 car garage kind of a thing. Um, but we charge the same amount to the same person, you know, in, in different areas of our community that, um, wouldn't be, you know, certainly not, not at that level, but we found out through the years that you'd be surprised it's disrespectful. in our opinion, it was disrespectful to charge or treat the people who weren't as wealthy differently. They, they decided to call you based on, they wanted a certain feeling too. They wanted the best, so they called you. You know, they, they chose you, and they, and they, they want, um, you know, good equipment. They want, you know, a good experience, and they want to be taken care of, and they'll pay for it. You'd be surprised, you know? Absolutely. Listen, when you go to Chili's, they don't look at you and say, okay, you're in a suit. Your burger's $18. Okay, you're in jeans and an oily T-shirt. Your burger's $6. The burger's the burger. Like they're over, they're operating for their wait staff, their electric, their plumbing, their bills, their cook staff. All their overhead is included in the price of the burger. It's the same thing with us. I, I have an inventory and tools of over fifty thousand dollars on this truck. Right. So you know, and then that, when you the truck cost, you everything else. Absolutely. And when it breaks, I don't charge the customer whose job it broke on. Right. It's built into my, how do you do that? How do you say, you know what, my saws all broke on your job, so I need an extra $300 right. for you. No. Right. You and know, you don't, it wasn't free either. Exactly. Hey, guys, hope you listen up. You know, Kevin's laying down some, you know, massive uh, nuggets of gold there. You know, it's knowing your cost and, and building that in and then charging your customer for it and then providing and doing what you're charging for, you know, providing Absolutely. that to customer. You know, you well, that's that's the big thing. I mean, I know guys uh, in the past who who would charge one job and then do the other because of where they were at, and it's you, right. you can't do that. You got to do the job you you charge for. You got to make sure that, like I said, it's all about to me integrity um, right. and reputation. To be successful in business isn't about just about making money. 
So it's, right. that's that's a proponent of it, but you have to focus on all these other things that that help drive your business forward. That's right. You know? Well said, man. Hey, hey, to change it up here just a little bit, we'll get that out of not being so serious. All right. We'll lighten up on you guys. All right. We're going to lighten up a little bit. Hey, Kevin, what's a, a favorite tool? What's a favorite tool of yours or a must-have tool? Um, you, you know, I got to say that the, the number one tool that I recommend um, would have to be, I mean, I love my, my little Milwaukee tubing cutter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, And I know guys yeah. say it, it takes longer than cutting it with a regular tubing cutter. It does. But yeah. It can fit in the spot an M can fit, and you're not slamming your hand against the wall. Um, right. One. Two, my wrists really appreciate the fact that I can just get in there and pull the trigger and just hold it firm like a drill as opposed to going back and forth and everything else like that. You know, I mean, I grew up with a computer, working on my own stuff, everything else. My wrists hurt. So to be able to just put that on there and pull the trigger, it was a nice improvement. You know, uh, that and my cordless yeah. bandsaw. You know, my coolest bandsaw is another go-to for nice, clean, smooth cuts and tight spots. You know, I probably use yeah. that more than my sawzall. There we go. I know. It's just, it's amazing the kind of tools we think are fun. You know, my, one of my favorite tools was a certain flashlight. And when I lost it, I left it in the crawl space once or something and lost it. It was like, actually had me down for a day or two, too, because I thought, like, I lost my little buddy. You know, it just felt oh, good. You know, it just it made my day easier, you know. Yeah. And it had a certain feel. So it is just fun to hear. All right, man. Hey Kevin, we gotta. I gotta take a little bit of a. Uh, I gotta recognize our sponsor here, pay some bills. All right, so um, we'll be right back with Kevin, guys, for the lightning round. We'll be hitting them up for the lightning round of questioning. But today's sponsor, all right, is uh, GoPro Inner Circle Success Group. Um, GoPro Inner Circle Success Group um, is a community of forward-thinking plumbing entrepreneurs and leaders from around the world. Um, you know, you got to know that many successful entrepreneurs and leaders, such as Henry Ford, Richard Branson. Even Bill Gates have benefited from the power of success groups, just like GoPro Inner Circle Success Group, to grow and take their businesses to the next level. And now you can too. You know, it's a place where you can stay informed with the latest news, um, industry uh, trends and techniques. Um, there's also member-only videos uh, for professional coaching um, from everything to you know how to create a memorable brand, which um, Kevin. Kevin is dropping some uh, some good uh, nuggets there to how to get the best discounts from suppliers, how to charge what you're worth, how to get five-star reviews, and so much more. And also with the GoPro Inner Circle Success uh, membership is um, the exclusive GoPro, um, the GoPro show, where we actually interview industry leaders um, around the world and get to, to hear um hear straight from them and, and, and seek advice there. So, of course, there's the opportunity to network with others just like you. So um, it's a great place to be. You know, other success groups charge hundreds, even thousands of dollars to, to get to this kind of expertise and training, but not uh, but uh, not for you, all right? Um, there's a special there just for you. Um, so check it out. You can go to themilliondollarplumber.com forward slash go dash pro. All right, and so just go there and check it out. You'd be glad you did. Um, you know, it's just wise, you know, not to go alone, but uh, go pro. All right, so go there and check it out. You'd be glad you did. All right, let's bring Kevin back. Kevin, you ready for the lightning round? Sure am. All right, you ready to go here? All right, hey, for you guys that are watching, guys and gals, um, 
you can answer these questions as well. Just put your uh, answers down in the comments. And what we do here in the lightning round is we ask either or questions like uh, Coke or Pepsi. And Kevin would say Guinness. Guinness, of course. <laughs> very, very fitting. All right. Uh, but not till after, after work. Right. Okay. Of course. Of course. All right. Here we go. PVC or ABS? PVC. All right. General or rigid? Rigid. Milwaukee or the Walt? Milwaukee. Milwaukee, yeah. I'm a Milwaukee man too. <laughs> Everything in the truck. Right. Goes back to the uniform. I know a lightning round, but this goes back to the whole uh, branding to me. I yeah. branded the truck, the uniform, everything. The tools got to look uniform too. Milwaukee's got a great selection of red and black tools. Just, they all match my bags, my tools, the whole gabang, you know? Even hey. the red cord on the acetylene tank. <laughs> hey, you guys up there, listen up there. Kevin's on it. It's so important. It's just that uniformity, just mm -hmm. like what you said. The ladder, it's all it's, colored it's, schemes. It's easy for your customer to remember that and thus remember you, right? Yep. That's what it's about. Okay. Hey, poly or pet? Tax. Copper or CPVC? Copper. Yeah, right. We're talking to a pro. Come on. Yeah, I love my that's, torch. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Your little buddy. Residential or commercial? Residential. Tank or tankless? Tank. Tank. What do you mean by tankless? ProPress? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Crawl space or slab? Um, crawl space. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is a, this is an important one. Taco Bell or McDonald's? McDonald's. McDonald's. You're a McDonald's man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Although I mean, a more gas station man, I'm sure. You know, like yeah, right. service guys. Yep. You grab a. What, what's your favorite thing to grab at the gas station? We all did it. We all do it. We, we, you know, at the gas station. What, oh, the, what, what, the, the quest. Question? The Quest protein bars and uh, yeah, usually and a cup of coffee. I mean, I I try to pick my gas stations where my Dunkin' Donuts are. That's how I, I figure my jobs. Like, okay, okay, I gotta get to here. Where's the Dunkin' on the way? Oh, that's the way I'm going. Like, All right. <laughs> uh, thanks for the transparency. Very good. All right. We hey, no judging, guys. We all do it. Okay. Hey, trench or trenchless? Trench. Trench. Yeah, I like. I'm a backo guy. Even though that, that trenchless technology is pretty cool, though, you know. And you can it, do, it's something I'm looking into. It's not something a lot of people around here do, so it would be a great niche to get into. Um, yeah. Again, it's about finding, you know, what you can do that someone else can't. And uh, yeah, just we're not there yet up here. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of it. I mean, Westchester County, uh, you know, up until about two years ago, there was still one area where you had to do lead and oakum. So, yeah. <laughs> <you> <laughs> yeah. Know, that's an important note there. It's what your customers are used to, too. You know, they may not be ready for. Oh, absolutely. Know. Whenever I use PEX in a circumstance where um, it merits it, where it makes sense, um, the customer always like, well, why not use copper? And it's like, well, you have hard water, right. so I really don't want to put something in there that's going to deteriorate. Um, two of the PEX I use is um, the Worsboro Upanor PEX, you know, the expansion sure. type. So if this is a f situation where you're experienced to extreme weather cold um it can safely expand yeah. one and a half times its diameter now the fittings aren't designed that way that's something important to note that the fittings are not designed to expand but the pipe itself is and the, as long as the pipe expands before the fitting does you're still in a pretty safe safer atmosphere than copper you know yeah. kevin kevin i can tell hey guys hope you're listening up Ke kevin's on it here 
Um, notice how he explains, even with, with that answer, you know, that's what our customers are looking for. That's what your customers are looking for when, we, when, when you talk to them. We just can't go in there anymore and just say, you know, it's 500 bucks. You, you, we got to be able to tell them why it is, you know, that and why it is you're doing it that way and the benefits of doing it that way. And if you do it, you get the job. Isn't that right? Kevin? Absolutely. Every time. Every time. Unless, unless it's something that's out of their means. Right. Totally we're doing the job. And even yep. then, we're, even then, we're always we're always working on that because people can afford more than what they think, you know. Um, think they can afford it just means that this weekend you're not going to dinner or you're not getting that six right. pack tonight, you know. Like exactly. there are ways to cut back, but this is important. I mean, I have customers who who've lived in their homes for twenty years, and when I tell them they need an acid neutralizer, they buy that one from me, even right. though they can't afford it. They they think they can't afford it in their mind. They can't afford it. They've been priced before and couldn't afford it, but they buy one from me because. Now they understand that you now have copper, you have lead in some of these homes, you have galvanized in some of these homes, right. that you're leaching into your drinking water, your bathing water. Um, so, you know, fix that. It's destroying your clothes because it's acidic. So it's actually destroying the fiber in your clothing. Like the value of your home is depreciating every day that you're not treating this water. Right. You guys hear that? It's, it's covering those bases, being able to explain, you know, to your customer on what it is. And as, as we were talking before the show, you know, my, uh, I think, um, Kevin, you said that your close rate is over 90%. So was, so was mine, and, you know, with, with, our, with our company as well. And I just, you know, attribute that to just explaining to the customer, you know. And, and again, no one, every customer, it, it's been that way for 30 years. You know, you tell them it's 500 bucks, their head's going to spin around 500 bucks. Or you can tell them it's 50 bucks and their head's still going to spin around 50 bucks. It's, just, it's always been that way, but you yep. need to explain, you know. Yeah, they so, need to see right. the value in what they're doing. Exactly. All right. Hey, good nuggets there, man. Hey, Red Bull or coffee? I think you already said. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. I'm a coffee guy too. Um, solder fittings or shark bites? <laughs> solder. Come solder. on. Shark bites. Those shark bites are, it's Friday night and I'm coming back tomorrow morning to do yeah. the job. You know, like, yeah. right. it's, or we can't shut the water down or, you know, you're doing a rough in and you want to quickly cap the lines, throw a shark bite on it because you're coming back to pipe it out. Right. They're just, they are not permanent fittings. I don't care what anybody says because I spent all winter taking broken shark bites and replacing them with copper fittings. Yep. <laughs> all right, you young guns. Also, they're expensive. You know, yeah, well, I mean, really expensive. So. to me, your value is your value. What you bid the job is what you bid the job. Your material should be covered. Um, right. So, it, you know, if the customer moves forward paying more for material, yeah, that's a burden on the customer, but I truly think that you're, you're not giving them the right job. Exactly. All right, man. Adjustable wrench or channel locks? Um, unfortunately, channel locks. Channel, I'd love to say adjustable wrench, but uh, my channel locks are always in my pockets. So. Yeah, mine too. It's always, it was always there. All right. Well, that's the end of the lightning round here. But hey, got a got an important question for you, Kevin. Um, is there some um, what what's some uh, piece of advice that you received that you'd like to share with us that was just very important to you? All right. So when I first uh, came back to residential, I did residential. I didn't do construction for a while. I ran work. I ran actually uh, not too long ago, a $1.4 million plumbing project in, in five months. Um, but uh, when I came back to residential and I was buying boots, right? Boots that I could polish, keep shined. I do keep my boots polished. I polish them every night. My wife wants to kill me because the mess I leave by the, the certain bathroom that I used to do it. But uh, um, the shoe salesman, when I was there, you know, we were talking and, uh, he was a very, he's a very niche shoe salesman. And he said that when Walmart popped up down the street and pay less, 
Um, people told him he was going to go out of business if he kept selling expensive shoes because that's what he does. He sells expensive shoes and expensive boots. And he said to me, he's like, you know what I told them? I said, you have to figure out who you are. And then he looked at me and he said, what kind of plumber are you? And I said, excuse me? He's like, are you the used car plumber or are you the Mercedes plumber? He's like, everybody needs a plumber, but you have to determine what kind of plumber you're going to be. So, you know, and that's the truth. I don't see, again, you have guys, man in the van, who are, are good plumbers, making a living, but they're not business savvy. So they're working, and when they're hurt, their their income is gone. And then you have plumbers who, who generate business and grow business and have employees and, and grow technicians and service people and have people in the office. Those are more akin to the Mercedes. You're you're selling a service. You're not just providing one, you know? Like the, the, the Kia plumber, everybody needs a car, everybody needs a plumber. Some people can afford the Mercedes, and once they drive one, they never want to go back to the Kia. And some people can only afford the Kia, and I get that, you know? So you have to determine what you want your customer base to be and where you need to be to have the business you want. So, oh, oh, man. Hey. That's not a bash on Kia either, by the way. No, no. I'm not, just not, saying not, cost comparative. <laughs> hey, I hope you guys are listening to that. I mean, a great nugget of gold that uh, Kevin gave us. We've got to know. Um, you got to know what kind of plumber you are. You know, who are you? What, what do you want to be? And you got to be that, you know. And, uh, hey, great, uh, you know, a great nugget there, man. Hey, I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for being on, um, on the Potty Talk Live today. Thanks for having me. Board. All right, man. And, um, hey, love, I love your business. Um, love your brand. I, I love your attitude. You know, I'm having a little bit of bromance here, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, thanks for uh, making, us, uh, making us all look good. And uh, wish you all the best. And uh, you and your wife and, and, uh, and your daughters. And, um, again, it's, uh, you know, Kevin Nicholson, Nicholson of Mini Miracles, um, plumbing, heating, and uh, heating and air. And it looks like, uh, what, Pablo? Here, great job, Kevin. How are you, Pablo? Hey, there we go, yeah. And I note up here, I've used Mini Miracles in the past, and and they educate you as they do the job. All right. Hey, have have a a customer uh, testimony there. So, and way to go. All right, Kevin. Well, it looks like you're, you're doing a great job. And again, thanks for uh, making the rest of us look so good. And uh, keep on uh, plumbing like a champion, man. Thanks. Thanks. I'll do my best. Yeah. All right. All right, brother. Look forward to talking with you again. All right. Take care. All right. Take care. All right, gang. There you have it. Kevin Nicholson out of uh, New York. And uh, man, just great. I hope you were listening there. Uh, great nuggets of gold that uh, he laid down. Uh, was giving us and um, just just a great uh, man, a cool cat there. Hey, if you'd like to be on uh, Potty Talk Live, I'd love to have you on Potty Talk Live. I'd love the opportunity to, to speak with you as well and, uh, and and hear your nuggets of gold. All right, it's an easy thing to do. Um, just go to www.pottytalklive.com and uh, click on the uh, Be My Guest and just fill out a little information there and the producer will follow up with you. And uh, we'll get you on the show. It's a fun time. And we look, you know, it's a good time together. So I'd love to have the opportunity to talk with you, all right? Also, I want to get uh, my uh, seven must-knows to be a million-dollar plumber in your hands, okay? There's, uh, there are the, the seven must-knows, the seven secrets. Um, Kevin touched on a couple of them. And uh, you need to know those things if uh, you wish to be successful and uh, take your plumbing company to the next level and beyond 
and to fulfill your plumbing company dreams, all right? So um, you can just type in free in the comments. That's the word free, F-R-E-E, -E, and I'll get that right out to you, okay? All right, gang. Other than that, until we meet again, I just want you to remember that you were purposefully and wonderfully created. So when you're out there, plumb like a champion. <laughs>